Yeah. <laughs> hey, the economy oh, so funny. That is golden. Well, Dennis, Hello. happy hour from the same time zone, my man. Whoa, an unusual like, event. Wow, I know. You're, the, you're at the uh, Patrifamilia. Yes, I came to America two weeks ago, uh, just over two weeks ago, and uh, brought the wife and kids. And brought the old had, ball and chain, eh? The old ball and chain, but then uh, then I flung her back across the ocean uh, last last Saturday. So, oh, because uh, she could only come for a week. Yeah, she could only come for she came for two weeks. And uh, you're there for three. I'm there for I'm there for I'm here for a total of four. Wow, so, uh, that's I'm a on long week trip. Three. That's yeah, a long trip on top of another long trip you took. Where the hell were you? You were. I mean, previously I was in um, Salt Lake City and yeah, Atlanta right. And, and all, uh, uh, it was San Francisco. Travel, travel, travel extravaganza. Yes, travel dancer. Travel dancer. Tony Danza, yes, um, and as uh, as a sort of a, as a consequence of that, I don't know if I'm going to use it, but um, I uh, I applied to get uh, TSA pre-check the other day. Yeah, uh, which is this yeah, stupid pass money grab. Uh, well, it's it. I I thought it was worth it. Yeah, I, for sure. If if I if I travel enough alone, yeah, for it to be worth it, then that could be interesting. Uh, it's only what was it? Mine was, if I recall, it was only seventy five bucks or forty. Yeah, it was like 80, 85 bucks or something. Yeah, it is. But I had to, but I had to drive an hour to to Asheville to uh, oh. to be seen. I didn't mind person. at the airport. Yeah. Well. Uh, so anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, so we've so been here for week. Your first week with your entire family. You hung around at your beautiful parent. Your beautiful parents. We did not house. actually. You did the, it. You're um, up and gone. Yeah, we had a, um, as my kids like to call it, a vacation within a vacation. Uh-huh. Where, uh, where, like, a couple years when we first started coming here, uh, at some point, my my wife said, "So, you know, I think the United States is a little bit bigger than the town where your parents live. We should like travel more." <laughs> and uh, and ever since then, my father's taken it on himself to uh, plan a little vacation within a vacation. One year we uh-huh. went up to West Virginia. Another one we went up into the mountains of North Carolina. And this year we went to uh, Flat Rock, North Carolina. Ah, near Hendersonville. Exactly. And uh, <clears throat> rented a little cabin there. Oh, that's right. A, I knew a hundred year old cabin. No kidding. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. this, the whole cabin in sort of camp complex was, um, it used to be like a boys camp, uh, probably for not so good boys. Uh, and then in, I guess for World War One, they they turned it into like a sort of a boot camp for boys to uh, get them ready to go over and get slaughtered wow and uh yeah so and the rooms total in the cabin there were three bedrooms uh each with its own bathroom and uh wow. and, that ain't a cabin that well, sounds palatial so your mom and dad you and your wife and kids yep wow. and uh how long uh we were there for three nights four days oh wow, and uh, they had uh That's so gorgeous up there i used to do uh the hikes to the waterfalls hmm. there's a little series of you know there's a map you can get of course but and so there was um, there was a little lake, and there were tennis courts, and so we played tennis and we rented canoes and kayaks. Oh my word! And, uh, the lake was full of um, lily pads uh, uh, with with these beautiful flowers on them. Um, well, I, have, which I was, have to say I have to say this to you. I have to tell you, you know how to spend your time. Yeah. I am I I'm not impressed about a lot of things about you, but that one I am. That you are you you when you go you go and you yeah, do man. it very well. You do it very well. Uh, so it's... I have a little anecdote about the, about the pond. Uh, we, we uh, like I said, there were these lily pads there, which were lovely. Like the first 150 of them were lovely, and then like I think it's probably like a, a scourge of the. Of they the slowed pond. you there down. Were, there were quite a bit of them. Got yeah. in the way of the paddle. Yeah. And so, 
one time I was in the kayak and uh, my wife and kids were in the canoe and it took me uh, a little bit longer to get in the kayak and they'd sort of gone further away. So I was sort of paddling quickly to get, uh, to get there to where they were. And, um, you know, water was splashing up on me as with, as I paddled. And, uh, and then this, uh, this little twig, uh, came out of the water with my paddle and landed on my leg. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. And, uh, and then I looked as the twig, uh, proceeded to slither up my leg wow. outside, outside of my swimming suit, uh, <laughs> and, and leapt itself into the back into the water. What was uh, it? It was just a little water snake, I think, but, uh, uh and it jumped off you to get to the water. I mean, I mean, in a kayak, you're sort of yeah, never right. far away from the hole. You almost fall into the water. From, yeah. So, right. uh, in, it, it, it all happened. It all happened in one second. But so I didn't have time to freak out. But but if if it had gone under my swimsuit, that would have been another story. <laughs> right. And what said, it would have bumped in into your little friend and said, "Well, hello, little brother. Hello." <laughs> you got two treasure snakes. Yeah. <laughs> two minuscule snakes, indeed. Well, so that was, uh, wow, that was awesome. what a, what a, I mean, I, it sounds amazing to me. Just amazing. I love that part of the country so much. We traveled extensively through there up on the, the parkway and anywhere we could. We were living in Florida and so missed some cool, cold weather for mm -hmm. Christmas that I, I said, let's go. We jumped in the car and at like three or four o'clock in the afternoon, we drove all the way to uh, the, the uh, parkway, the Blue Ridge Parkway mm -hmm. and rented a place I found on the way. And cool. it went to the little, little but a shack, all wood, nice. And uh, we went to the local church oh. for Christmas. And when we we got there, we stood in the back, and the minister made notice of us and smiled while he was doing his thing. And he was so nice to us when the thing was over, mm -hmm. you know. And I and he invited us to stay, and you know, and we said no. We we, we cut down a little tree, which I did <laughs> on the way illegally, of course. And put it up, and we threw a bunch of popcorn on it. I don't know what the fuck. We kind of left in a hurry, but uh, but it was those. Because the and, cops and, came to look for the tree. <laughs> and one of the reasons we went there, because when we were, uh, we didn't have any kids yet. So we were we were newly married, so without the kids. So mm -hmm. uh, we went there uh, and had a similar adventure where we rented an old place, but there were just the two of us. And it was, shall we say, very romantic. Mm. And so going back there was like, it uh. was some, some years later. Right. You know, but still no kids at that point. So I don't know. It all blends together, my man. Yep. I hear you. And we've done so many other things, too. Once we got back, we uh, yeah, yeah. we built some model rockets and uh, set them off. We set them off. Uh, they, they always go higher than you expect. If you haven't done a model rocket in a while, uh, yeah. it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And we so we had two of them and we quickly lost them both. <laughs> they, <laughs> they floated uh, past where we could, where we could get to. So, uh, from where did but, you find your, your backyard? No, from, uh, from a nearby park, but it wasn't, we didn't choose the, the place very well. Yeah. Um, but my father had, had bought a whole bunch of, uh, of rocket engines. So, you know, you know, how when you're, uh, when you're, uh, drinking wine and eating cheese and one of, and you finish your wine, but you still got more cheese. So you put more wine in and then you finish the cheese and now you, and, but you still have wine and you got to put, you know, that sort of cycle. So we, uh, we got, um, we ordered some more rockets to use the existing engines, uh, and we haven't fired them yet. But. <laughs> wow, this sounds like a, a wonderful time for your kids. Oh yeah, and I mean, they've just, um, and they're doing the work. They're you know doing the 
uh, putting it together, help put it together? Uh, I tried to get them interested in that, and they weren't really. So really, my wife and I put them off. together. Yeah. Uh, well, and if you had never seen one go off, you don't really know how cool it is. So when it's motivated. just your dad saying, hey, let's glue some stuff together. Um, you think that's a firecracker. Right. So yeah. uh, that, was, that was cool. And let's see, we played a little golf. Uh, my kids... Do? My kids loved, uh, so we went out all six of us and it was just me and my mother playing and the other four were like just driving the golf carts around. Dad and uh, the which, kids? Yeah, dad and wife and the kids. Uh, okay. And they were, they, they had a, you know, kids with golf carts. That's so much fun when you're yeah, yeah, yeah. a kid. Uh, had I do, we only played nine holes and I think I got like a 52 or something, but that included a hole where I got an 11. Oh, so No break for my I wasn't. I wasn't playing. No, no max out at three over for Ma. Huh? Well, she like, she she wasn't even keeping score actually. So yeah. Uh, right. So uh, it reminds me of a of a story of my daughter, who uh, similar situation. I I went golfing. She drove the golf cart. We played. Right. I played nine holes, and uh, I was very careful about when she could drive. And when we got to the near the parking lot, she's going to drive one more time. And I said, "Yeah, be careful." And we went into this fairly large parking lot, and she was laughing because it was so much fun. And she tried to go in a circle in the parking lot, which she did pretty well. And I remember her throwing her head back and laughing because we were going in a circle and she lost control of the vehicle. It went into a car, broke the bumper, oh, broke the golf cart bumper, and the golf cart and the car were stuck together with the <laughs> with the fucking front wheel, the front wheel of the golf cart, you know, like off the ground and spinning because she, she just damn. Yeah. So my reaction, which is a little embarrassing, was. <laughs> I burst into tears <laughs> because the damage to the car was so extensive. It was <laughs> it was thousands and thousands of dollars, and the liability because it was my daughter with the golf place, and 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 it was so confusing and abrupt that I just well, <laughs> I burst into tears. And my daughter that must have scared the crap out of her. Huh? Yeah, that must have scared the crap out of her. Oh, too. it did. It did. I mean, it, it was it was a shock. Have, have the have the scary moment, and then have your dad break down. Oh yeah. Uh, that that's got to be. That was like, well, that didn't exactly calm her nerves. So, you what was the uh, what was the result? Did you? Uh, I ended you... up exchanging insurance information, and and, and uh, I'm pretty sure I said I did it, mm -hmm. um, and insurance took care of it. And I I said, you know, I, I think I said I hit a stone, or I I did, you know, sorry, but it was extensive. I mean, it was twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars worth of damage, probably. Damn. And I don't think the golf cart was cracked, but it was scuffed. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so you, you, uh, you, the six of you went golfing and you and your mother played. So that's fun. Didn't she beat you, but she wasn't keeping score. Probably. Yeah. 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 Well, I, uh, I had a vacation. Tell uh, me about your vacation. There were, uh, 23 family members, uh, running seven cabins and on a trail called the McIntosh trail in Allegheny state park, New York, mm -hmm. near the Pennsylvania line. The apple, obviously the Appalachian foothills and, uh, wow. Good time was had by all. I mean, we had a, a big buffet dinner every night at our campground, which became center center stage for dinner. I had a, the equipment, the tables, the you know, right. bring a truckload of shit, and some people come in a, in a car. So anyway, we love that. Uh, one night I didn't do it, but the food was so uh, enormous and enormously wonderful. My sister-in-law is a chef, hmm. and she put out uh, freaking ribs. Uh, dry rubbed ribs that were as good as I've ever had in my life. Dry rubbed ribs. And my brother cooked his famous, uh, and you know this one, his shrimp creole. 
Yeah, baby. That was served in the same night with three potato dishes, three salad dishes. So we gather around in a huge circle and eat and laugh. And I always had a little fire pre-built and had a ceremonial fire lighter ready to try to light all four spots in the fire with one match. Mm-hmm. Seldom done, seldom done. I can do it, of course, but of course. it's not about me. <laughs> and uh, then it gets dark and I clean up and get a little help maybe sometimes, maybe not. And yeah. Then uh, by that time, I've had a couple of brewskis in me, happy man. Yep. You know, ready to go, sit down, and we just sit around the campfire and laugh and talk. And I played like very, bliss. very little music. And when I did, nobody paid attention, so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did play live here last week. And, you know, it was, well, I suppose you could go up there with them now. It's like, well, all right. Jeez, what, what an doing? invitation. Yeah, you got uh, two horn players, two saxophone players, and two guitar players. And, no, uh, yeah. And so you know that. Sax is gonna. It was so crazy good, you know. But a, sa- a harmonica can't. You got to really be ready to fit into saxophones with a harp because the sax is so powerful and a harp isn't. Did you call the saxophone uh, a horn? Huh? Did you call? Did you refer to the saxophone as a horn? Yeah. Okay. Horn section. Okay. What, I, what I should have said because whether it's two saxes or a sax and a trumpet or or whatever, I played with as much as three brass. And if the guy who's leading the song will slow it down. You know, and soften yeah, it yeah. down and be ready and introduce the harp, but he didn't do that. He just said my name. I kept up. It was fun. I did two two tunes, and then they did another horn tune. So I just I booked, but it was it was fun. Nice. We um another thing that's become an annual tradition now. Although this is the first time my kids have been back in the states in three years since since 2019. Really? Because of COVID. Same for us for camping is is, is uh, <clears throat> right. Of course. Uh, so Not unusual. We uh, last time we uh, we had a family talent show. Oh yeah, where we where we everyone registers uh, talent and then uh, and then we we all sit down and we perform a talent for each other. And uh, this <laughs> everybody year everybody does it. Yeah. Uh, so my my thirteen year old daughter uh, took charge and went around with a clipboard and asked us what our talent was and managed. Uh, there was this. Um, and entrance. she wants to be an actress, so she is an actress. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the entrance fee was was one dollar per act. And there were seven acts, and then she got my father to to sponsor another three dollars for a grand total of ten dollars for the winner, in exchange for getting his name at the bottom of the program as a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> and she organized, or she got it all together, and uh, and it was it was a lot of fun. The very first act was was everyone. We got together and and performed Long Black Veil, and uh, there was like nobody in the audience because we were all on stage. Right. <laughs> but, uh, and it was, was, your it was mother, great. What was your mother playing and singing? She was. She said she participated in that, and then um, her singer? and singing, and and then she did a solo talent performance of reciting a Thanksgiving poem that she wrote when she was ten years old and performed in front of her school at age ten, uh, and she has it memorized since forever. Uh, but she she recited that uh, while doing the hula hoop, <laughs> just to add a little extra talent. She had to win. She had <laughs> she, to have won. She, she did very very well. No, she did not. Um, uh. And yeah, that's quite uh, creative. That's <laughs> funny. I performed a song with my daughter, a cover of a Taylor Swift song that we like. And and the grand finale was was a skit. Last time it was too of my parents and my daughter. They wrote a little skit. And this this time it was set in a doctor's office. My father was the patient. My mother was the doctor, and my daughter and my daughter was the nurse. And uh, it uh, the patient sort of grumbles on into the off into the office and sits down, and the nurse asks him some questions and stuff. And they had um, they had Googled like. Doctor jokes, 
uh, and so they had a bunch of but it was it was very humorous um like the she uh my, my daughter told, told, told my father um oh you're you're very sick and and he said uh well can i see that can i get a second opinion and she said yeah i'll give you a second opinion you're ugly too <laughs> <laughs> that's quite good that's quite, that had to bring down the house it, it really was and they had other ones like um uh doctor there's someone on the phone that says he's going to die in 59 seconds and the doctor says tell him i'll be there in a minute <laughs> and uh another one the guy calls in and says uh, uh she runs in and says um there's a guy on the phone uh who says he's invisible and the doctor says well tell him i can't see him right now um uh, and one of my favorites was uh the doctor said, "Well, I've got, I've got bad, I've got bad news and very bad news." And the patient says, "Well, I guess I'll take the bad news first. And she said, "Well, the lab results came back, and you have twenty-four hours to live." And the doc and the patient says, "Oh gosh, that's terrible news. You mean there's worse news? What's the very bad news?" And the doctor says, "Well, the very bad news is we've been trying to reach you since yesterday." <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, twenty-three hours ago, we found out twenty-three hours ago. So that and so because it was so funny, did they win? Uh, no, actually. Uh, well, I don't know because we, we, then we all voted. We, we ranked, we, we voted for acts that but we were in. What did you do? Did uh, you just the a... thing with my daughter. Uh, I didn't no have a individual vote. act? No. <clears throat> uh, so we all voted and then the kids went to add, add up and like do some averages and stuff. And I think the math sort of went sort of haywire. So who knows who actually, who actually won, but, um, it, uh, who walked away with the 10 bucks? I who walked away with 10 bucks was my wife of surprise uh well so her i didn't know what if she was going to participate or what she was going to do um <clears throat> so it was totally new to me like because i hadn't been paying attention to the signups or anything and uh she did a um she taught us how to draw uh if she passed out piece of, pieces of paper and pens and she got it she got, had a whiteboard and she taught us how to draw a wheelbarrow and an elephant but it's she turned into a person when she got on on stage uh that i had, i don't i don't recognize she she added this 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 extra bit of um sort of like an insult comic routine, uh -huh. routine to it so uh -huh. she would like come over and look at look at our drawings and be like call it a wheelbarrow <laughs> and just just being really cruel to the audience. <laughs> but it was hilarious <laughs> yeah she said what are you going to carry in that thing uh anyway oh, it was um it, it was it, it was a lot of fun uh, yeah so she and she walked away with the dough because she, she walked away with it anyway or it was given to her by your father, who was carrying it. No, no, no. It was my daughter was in charge, and we oh. voted, and uh, and somehow she, we voted, you know, one to ten, right? And the and then we averaged, yeah. And somehow she, who had like one ten and eight to seven and two nines, uh, her her five votes summed up to uh, fifty one somehow, and uh, and then when divided by by five came out to came out to ten. So. Uh, TMI. Know, there was some, hey, there, hey, there was some hey, fraud hey, involved. Just that way, TMI. <laughs> Good Lord, I'm gonna come through the mic and shake you to get you to stop giving me the math. It's as, at least as good as me describing drying paint. A couple I know, right? Months ago, yeah. So, I mean, you stayed alert through that. I we'll, suppose we'll post I the uh, we'll post the equations in the show notes, maybe. <laughs> you ought no, to. I won't do that. You ought to. Well, it sounds like a very uh, planful time I will, uh, that you had. I would tell you our pastime at the camp was bocce ball, jungle bocce. Uh, no, no, no boundaries. Uh, on a very hilly one cool. cab, and then up a steep grassy slope, and then another cab, and then another slope. 
that my brother had a, a fairly uh, beautiful five o'clock. Thank you, man. Ding dong ding. You need Beer a break. You know what I have today? Ah, oh, my favorite, the Schmidix. I can see it. I also have a Schmidix. No. Indeed. Uh, it's, we can, uh, we'll do a virtual, uh, yeah, go ahead and see. Bang. Yeah. <sighs> it is one of, you're absolutely right, it's one of the better beers. And in America, the beer section of the grocery store is just out of control. There's a thousand different beers there. And, yeah. and they're all ones that you don't know the names, like, also cool. when you go to, they're cool. also, you don't, you go by the how cool the labels. <clears throat> right, exactly. And when you, when you go to a bar, you also don't know what any of the damn things are because they're all they change names every every five seconds and but you can taste them at the bar right yeah you can taste them at the bar but you know again like that? you go and it's like well let me try you know one of these let me try to taste uh, let me taste these seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah my sister-in-law was at a brewery that had six different beers and she ended up doing that where we tried it no, i don't think so we tried it i don't and we went all the way through and when she was done she said i I don't think I'm going to drink beer. And I said, it's all there is. It's all there is here. Can I just get a glass of water? It's a brewery. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I don't know if, uh, I think she wanted like, well, let me try that one again or whatever. But uh, I kept looking at the waitress. And at one point I said, I'm going to tip you real big. Nice. <laughs> you know, and I don't know that she ever settled on it, but it was a bummer because it was my wife's and I's, uh, my favorite, our favorite local bar. Mm -hmm. Just a few, it's a walk from our house at the time. Just three blocks, four blocks. It's a wonderful place. One of those corner corner buildings that's got like you know three sides right triangle building yep and at the point of it and the inside was the stage and uh Where you gotta put very it. high ceilings and stone walls and very very unique great little brewery the brewmaster became a friend and you know we became friends with his dog and, brewmaster and so dog. he actually named it after his the bar was named after his dog and suds uh, what was his dog's name i've drawn a blank on it but the it Toby. was great dane and the the t-shirt and the sweatshirts had uh, a profile image of a Great Dane in the name of the place, nice. which was the dog's name. And then that dog died, and then he had a puppy, and it was fun. Uh -huh. um, but anyway, at the at the at the vacation spot, we played lots of jungle bocce, and as we always do, we went to Thunder Rocks, which is this enormous, unbelievable piling of rocks that go four stories high, with trees growing through them and on them, and some hard to climb and some not and it's just and at 350 million years ago the plate shifted and these mm -hmm. rocks cropped up out of the ground and there they still are and we played bocce there amongst the tree roots and the rocks and cool. it's just it's just and it's so hard right you know it's so hard it, it, it's got to at some point with all the roots it turns into just a game of luck well uh, well that's absolutely think. true absolutely true but uh not not uh without not skill. fun right not without, sure. oh it was a lot of fun we played rounds of nines but then uh they had a a game where it's a ladder game and you got two balls in your hand tied together with a string and there's a ladder 30 feet away uh -huh. with four rungs on it different colors and you throw your set of two balls color uh -huh. red or blue and depending on where you wrap around you get so many points and you can knock people off if it's that so they Is it hard that. to wrap around uh not particularly once you throw it underhand get it spinning you know, and there's, you know, you get good at it like anything. Sure. And then there was the poorly named cornhole. Yes. Name, uh, that didn't exist when I, when I left the, the States. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's gone crazy. Every place yeah, has got them. It's everywhere. And then yeah. a game I'd never seen where you have a stake in the ground, 
that's about five foot high. Of and on top of the stake is balancing a, uh, a metal beer can, okay. but a bottle, shaped like a bottle, metal beer bottle, balancing. Okay. Yep. And you're 30 feet away. You get your pistol. And you have a Frisbee. And your okay. job is to knock that can off, and your team's job is to catch it before it hits the ground. And so, <laughs> you know, and, it, and you score that way. So there was that. So I also had a game called Coits, which we never set up, which is similar to horseshoes with uh, round rings, a little bit smaller than what a horseshoe would be if it were round. And instead of a big stake sticking out of the ground, this is a stake that sticks out of the ground three inches, three <laughs> inches. And, and the stake, which is flat on one side, the, the uh, round uh, uh, coits, mm-hmm. round circle that you throw, flat on one side, rounded on the other side, and you can make you can go it high and make it stick in. You could make it bounce. Mm-hmm. And, and if you, uh, it's just like horseshoes from that point forward, pretty much. Uh, we didn't set that up, but I, at my brother's cabin, which was the highest cabin in the in the in the setup, just beyond him were the brand new restrooms with on-demand uh, hot water, big beautiful new showers and a place to wash your camp dishes. He had a relatively flat area, which as it turns out, it sloped away from the cabin. And before it sloped up high to walk up another level to the new bathrooms, there was a place where the water, when it really got wet, flowed from the roof of the cabin down the little hill. And it also flowed down from the big hill. So it was like a, a crevice, a very mild crevice. Not a crevice is not the right word. It was a, a What's the opposite of a swale? A swale is a mound. This is a... Indentation. Uh, yeah, indentation's dump. plenty good. Plenty good. But it also circled around the cabin and went down to the road, essentially. So I set up a croquet match in <laughs> that whole curve. Cool. And, like a jungle croquet, but used all the all the, all the the stuff you're supposed to use. And the because it's it so crazy, on one, on the right side, up on the, you know, because you had to play on two hillsides, essentially. And my uh, nephew... We'd play in the first game, test game, to, you know, see how it worked and stuff. He went up near a bench that was up on the other. There was a fire pit right in the middle of it. So you had to work your way around this fire pit. Mm-hmm. Many people went in it, and, you know, it was poof of, of dust, you know, ash and whatnot. But oh, it wasn't lit. What's that? No, 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 no. That he knocked cool. over the, the bench when he tried to take a shot. And when he went to pick it up, I said, no, just leave it there. And as it turns out, it turned into, after I moved it a little bit, it turned into a perfect ricochet shot. Mm-hmm. from the from the, the first middle uh, ring and to avoid the fire pit you hit it and my brother timmy when he played the first two times he played he ricocheted that off and it went through the hoop both times it's called a wicket the wicket yes and there was like eight feet to the bench and then eight feet to the thing wow to the, to the wicket cool. it was it was crazy so we had a lot of fun and ended up six of us playing it, I think we had the most fun doing that because more, more people. Bachi, we had four people. Bachi's a lot slower. Yeah, true, true. So I finished my Semitics, and I'm going to try some rye. Oh, rye, do you think that's a good idea? Rye not. Rye not, is what I always say. You know my, my rye story, right? Rhinoceros. From my, my father-in-law, where he showed me Valentine's, Valentine's rye whiskey. And he said, I, I got this in my aunt's house. And it turned 12 years old 25 years ago. Mm. It was in the bottle. And uh, he showed us, you know, it was in this little house. And Brad and I were drinking beers, my brother-in-law. And I said, hey, I'm getting tired of this beer. You want to try some of that rye? He said, hell yes. <laughs> so we got that rye bottle out. And it was, oh, you opened the cap off and smoke came out of the bottle. I mean, it was like a vapor. <laughs> Smelled it and, and drank it neat. And uh, damned if we didn't drink the whole fucking bottle. 
And it was a small one accord. It was a small sometimes. Not a pine either, bigger than a pine. Maybe it was whatever. So the next day, we made no, you know, my father-in-law was recovering alcoholic. He hadn't had a drop to drink in 14 years. I mean, he wasn't going to drink it. We never even thought twice of it because he showed it to us. He saw that empty bottle in the morning, and he was pissed. (laughs) Did you drink all my fucking rye? My my 32-year-old? And uh, we're like, "Uh, do you see any in the bottle? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, is this just dawning on and and brad said what you're not going to drink it and, and uh and brad and i ganged up on a course and laughed and and you know i don't know if i said something smart. oh i know let me tell you what you do with this this bottle is special you know rinse it out and put it in your room as a memento oh he was mad hmm. we had so much when we stayed at their little uh house which was two two rows up from uh chautauqua lake which is we've talked about it um, we had a lot of fun in that house because when we all stayed there, the entire living room was just mattresses because the house yeah. was small. Right, right, right. Each, I mean, there was nothing but sleeping space in one bathroom. Oof. And uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's got to smell good in the morning. Uh, yeah. Well, Brad, Brad, you know, bless us up. We were talking about this at camp. You know, he passed several years ago, but he would take. He be, he be there for thirty minutes. He would go in. You know, he had this kit, his towel around his neck, a towel around his waist, whistling go in and he'd get that steamy and he would shave and wash his hair, clip his toenails, shave and just, you know, and get all dressed and, you know, and we're going to go play golf. And I'm like, I crawl out of bed before I go grab my coffee. I put on my clothes and then I sit there drinking coffee and, you know, I don't even splash water on my face. I'm ready to go. Let's go. I got my coffee. Let's go. Yeah, man. And, uh, I told you the story, but I had to, I had to dump, I couldn't get in the bag to dump. So I went use the five gallon pail in a huge plastic bag and, uh, you know, what can I do? I was down in the basement, so I tied the bag up, double bagged it, and put it on the back porch. I was going to grab it on the way to golf and throw it in the trash on the way, but Brad and I then he got out of the shower, and damn if I didn't forget that bag of shit sitting uh-huh. on the back of the porch. And damn if Dan didn't get up, probably the day after, he was pissed off at us about the rye. Yeah. So this was day two, and he goes out, and he sees this plastic shopping bag tied at the top, you know, new bag. Right. And, oh, what's this? You know, and goes at home. And oh, God. And we... We get back, and he said, who left a bag of shit there? My guess is it was you. And he points to me. <laughs> nice. Oh, did we laugh. Oh, oh, God. We've been hey, telling man, that you, story for 35 years. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Well, it's it's true. I mean, you know, the, and, and, the, and the, the thing about the story that makes it funnier to me anyway is that I didn't intend to leave it there. Right. I didn't do it as a practical joke. I, I, realized, I mean, in fact... Not to coin the phrase, but on the way to the golf course, I said, oh, shit. I said, what? And I said, exactly. I said, oh, well. And then we laughed. Well, I said, oh, God, this is going to be interesting. You know, it was in the hot sun until 9 o'clock. I mean, he opened that bag. He probably about fell over backwards. <laughs> oh, he still talks about that. He's he's doing pretty well, 92. I went to see him nice. uh, before we left on vacation. We offered to take him with us, but it would be too much. So, uh, so fun. So we, I'm glad to be home, though. Uh, you know, I... Right. I miss my gardens and my flowers and my bushes that I'm growing. And, you know, I built a, it, it is, of course, it is, of course, you should sound the buzzer when you we edit this, that we do have a worthwhile project description today. I hope there's a tool of the day. There is a tool of the day and I know what it is. And do, would you, I should tell you the tool of the day and then I should tell you why. Don't you agree? Yeah. Do you want to tell me and then, and then let me think about it for a little bit? And then we'll tell me and, why. And then and tell you, you why. tell me why it's the stone of the day. I can tell you why. 
that's a good idea. You drink two shots. Hey, hey, every time you get it wrong, oh, no. I gotta drink. Yeah. Yes. And every time you get it right, I gotta I gotta drink a beer. All right. Okay. All right. Go. You gotta tell me what the tool is first. It is ain't that, ain't that dumb boy. The lowly pea stone. Pea stone being uh, little rocks about pea sized. Aptly named, wouldn't you say? Or is that the stone that you pee on next to the bag that you shit in? Yeah, I have a bag tied around my waist that has pea stone in it. Mm-hmm. And then I piss in there. The pea stone cleanses it. And then hey, I, I bottle it up and sell it in the open market. If you're drunk enough, any stone can be a pea stone. Right? Uh huh. That's just a pea stone. Pea stone. Pea stone. So while I while I think about that, uh, let me tell you a quick. Well, you can do two things at once now. Quick anecdote. That's, no, I can't. That's that's not true. You, so who do you think you are, Dolores in Westworld? We uh, another activity, favorite activity that we always try and do, and it never disappoints, and didn't this time, is uh, getting our friend John to take us out on the lake. Oh, uh, John White boat. Yes. Oh no, kidding! God. And Look so James, right? Yeah, baby. And so we. Uh, Oh, we, we we on the way there on the way there we uh we stopped by kfc and got a bucket of uh 10 pieces of chicken oh, and uh, enough for two of you <laughs> right and so we we went out there and uh and he he was there and ready and everything and he drove us out to this little cove that he likes to go to and uh we hopped in the water we spent four hours in the water i think uh swimming around it was the water was almost too hot that's how that's how warm it was uh, and it was just a lovely sunny day. Anyway, we'd, we'd been eating some chicken and stuff. And uh, just because, like, we, he doesn't have a table on his boat. So, you know, the chicken bucket was on the floor and we were climbing around and stuff. And uh, at least, and, and one time I saw someone, you know, about to about to step in the, in the chicken bucket. And I, I said, uh, get your foot out the chicken bucket, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happened again and again and again to the point where it became the slogan for our for, for for our, uh, we could work that. We could work that into a tune pretty easily. Get your foot out the chicken bucket. Get your foot out the chicken bucket. Step on chicken. I say fuck it. I still gonna eat that anyway. Yeah. If your shoe prints on it, I don't care. I'll eat that chicken every air that it found on it. I don't care. That's a great, uh, uh, fun time. Did you look at the, what is the famous mountaintop you look at? Flat, flat top mountain or? Short off. Short off. Where the film, uh, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yep, there was a film. The Last shot. Mohican. Last of the Mohicans, yes. No, uh, The Last Mohican. No, there was The Last of the Mohicans, sorry. Uh-huh, are you sure? Um, hey, Wizard of 100%. Oz played the other night. Did you watch it? Wizard of Oz? Yeah, it no. comes on every year, every year this time of the year. Ah, uh, no. The Wizard of Oz. I did not. I've seen I it. I know a lot about The Wizard of Oz. I bet you do. Yeah, you know I do, bitch. Hey, just because I'm wearing these these ruby slippers, doesn't mean you can call me that. Groovy, groovy slippers, groovy slippers. That's a groovy. Mm-hmm. I always love those slippers. The double click of the heel. And well, it's just a metaphor for you know, the search for happiness is you know it's really inside you, man. Yeah, baby. Like a piece. Yeah, of baby. Well, we I've got to say uh, the weather here is perfect. Seventy five degrees, a little breeze, warms up to eighty four in the sun. Um, and, uh, everything is just growing so great. I had, a, had a deer get over the top of the damn fence. Cause one of the critter ritters battery died on it and ate about a freaking foot and a half of 
potato, sweet potato vine, mm. a foot and a half off six vines. And all they were, were all the leaves were gone. It was just all the long stem and the little stems. And in two days, it's grown back. But it's good to be here. And, and, and so the uh, what I accomplished yesterday, I went to a statewide conference uh, on prisoner reentry mm-hmm. that, among other things, celebrated 20 years to the day that I and others started the reentry program in Michigan that you know about from our other podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and I met some old friends I hadn't seen in 20 years. But the thing was, is that when we did it right, the people were in the room who were hearing about it. Some for the first time were in grade school. Hmm. Right. You know, and so there was a bit of a history thing going on there. And, you know, I was the grand old man. It felt good to, to, to you know, be recognized as having established enough of a record. And the guy from the Department of Corrections was there. He was so nervous. He was shaking like a leaf and he was there all day. And it was all very critical. But anyway, I did that. But then today, instead of doing my computer work and stuff, I said, I'm taking the complete day off. And I've been working outside all day. And my big project was something that the tool of the day, which is, you know, I, I use the word tool very broadly, is, in fact, the lowly P-stone. And I'm going to tell you this. Why so lowly? That's for you, yeah. to, that's for you to think about. I don't want to give any clues. Okay. But I will tell you this. And then I'm done telling you anything. Mm-hmm. I used almost a ton of it. Wow. A ton, which I shoveled in and shoveled out as the tool of the day showed itself to me as if it vision. Hmm. You shoveled it in and then shoveled it out. Into the truck and out of the truck ah, for the okay. project. And then to the final resting place of the piece um, that's, that's not necessarily true. Okay. So. In fact, I, it's not true. That's my third and final hit. It's not true. I didn't move it twice. I don't do that. Well, I mean, it came out of the truck. That's once. Okay. And then I didn't move it to its final resting place. Right, right, right. I think you were uh, lining the path of something, using it sort of like gravel to, eh. uh, to walk on. Eh. Okay. And I would use a ton of it. It could be a long path. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. That's very true. That's not bad. That's, that's not bad. It could be used for that. Uh, but that's no- I, I have a question. Are they after the project? Oh, so you got to drink a shot of rye. Did you? I, I, just, I just took a shot. Yeah. Uh, are they? I want to see it measured next time. Okay. Are they? Um, are they currently immobile? Are they fixed where they are now? The um, defined fixed. Uh, s- cemented in somewhere where no. you can't just pick one up. No. Okay. I think they're lining, um, lining trees, sort of like. Uh, Nope. Mulch might. Nope. Nope. Oh, Not a bad idea, though. Drink. So, let's see if I get more creative. Um, are they on the ground? I would assume. No, they're in the air. It's a miracle. Okay. So <laughs> I, figured, I figured out a way for them to stay in the tree as a, as a way to keep the birds away because they're so freaked out seeing pea stones in a tree that they right. fly away. Right. But drink, because that Hovering was a guess. Pista. Hovering pistons. Drink, because it was a guess. Okay. So I think um, they're not on a wall, on the ground. Mm. A ton of them. And I and I've got to I've got to tell you that it is nearly astounding to me that you don't know what these are used for. I am. Um, I figured that I don't you know the word you, you would you would you would know this within a matter of seconds because 
of episode number 98. That's another mm. big, broad hint. And I don't know if it's 98. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, you wouldn't. I'm guessing um, when. <clears throat> Are they to make a surface that you walk on more more rough, like uh, you've got your cement and then you've sort of made it sort of bumpy with the stones? That's like a path. Wasn't that your first guess? There's a penalty. Two yeah, that doesn't count then. That was my first guess. It was. Uh, it was <laughs> no, you broke a rule. You get fined. It's like a one-stroke penalty. You take another drink, punk. You agreed to the rules. <laughs> okay. Uh, are they on a Are they on a wall? Like, vertically? <laughs> Somehow, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mixed it with concrete, and then I threw them against the wall. Yeah. What? That cool. You already guessed the wall. Um. It... You already guessed the wall. You already said, are they on? Are they? Are they? Are they not on? Are, are they? Are they, they weighing down? Enough? Are they weighing down sacks in in some <laughs> some way? I don't know. No, I don't think again. And I'm getting thirsty. You haven't guessed one damn thing right. You're, you're a I don't know. You're, you know what you are? You're, you're slurring your words. I'm you're, you're a pea stone cowboy. <laughs> I'm a pea stone cowboy. Uh, uh. I saw Glenn Campbell on a video perform with who? Who was it? Oh, Leon Russell on the piano and Glenn Campbell. It was okay. like, what the fuck is this? It was crazy. You gotta, you gotta see this. You gotta see it. All right, I'll, I'll look it up if I can find it in YouTube or something. It'll be in the show notes. So I needed the pea stone because I was building a drain. So it's for filtering debris out of water. No, you're still fuck. <laughs> you're very creative, but not particularly bright. If that's possible. What do you What do you do? How do you use pea stone to build a drain, Dennis? Well, hey, you don't have to use my name, my formal name, just because you myth, because you Peace Stone Cowboy. Not stop for twenty minutes. This is this is maybe the best episode since the first episode. Come me, on. Being able to, me being able to watch you and all the listeners understanding you're gulping and after mm -hmm. you gulp you went you went ah oh, it was audible. I mean, uh, and so so picture a space between two driveways that are next to each other and it's a strip. Yep. And in Got there it. is old concrete that's cracked and there's some grass. Used to be grass. And now it's weedy and the neighbor's driveway is higher elevation than mine. So when the water pours down the driveway off their house, some of it that goes beyond the drain I built for them, a three foot deep drain for them on their property because of the water was coming into my property. There's still a lot of water that comes down the driveway. So that strip between the two driveways in this one part that I worked on happens to be a triangle. And with the point heading toward the road uh, and uh, the, 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 the long end of it in front of my shed. So my son dug that out uh, about 10 inches deep, all that old gravel and rock. And, and so you could clearly see the concrete on both sides. Mm -hmm. And I laid uh, cloth, permeated cloth. It was a weed barrier, even though I was deeper than what a weed would be. I used it anyway. After I tamped down the soil because it was now level, raked it, leveled it, tamped it, put the you cloth You need a weed barrier. There. Pardon? Weed you barrier. need a weed barrier. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> You're funny tonight. You're, you are funny. Um, so, so, so I threw a few pea stones on there to, to a, a few hold cloth down. And then, in fact, I filled the entire bottom of this so you couldn't see the cloth anymore. It was about an inch deep of pea stone. And then, on top of the pea stone, I took this tube, this long tube that was probably 35 foot long. Is that the pea stone pipeline? Looked exactly like a, You know... I don't know what you know about outdoor stuff. Did you ever see the black tubes with the holes in them that you use as a drain, the drain pipe? I think so, yeah. 
well, they're smaller. This is much smaller than that. It's only three inches around or three inches through, three inch high. Yeah. It looked like a vacuum hose. In fact, I think it was <laughs> from a company that vacuumed from a truck in the yard, right? Where they ran the hose in and right. go and do your gut, your uh, your your vents and your stuff. Or professional cleaning people sometimes paying what they're cleaning. Yeah, it's a huge hose. So I've had one of those. Came with the house. It was in the garage when the garage was just a, a junk shed. And it's 35 feet long, big coils of it. So I said, son of a bitch, I knew I would use this stuff. I knew it. So I lined that triangle all the way around with that vacuum hose, three inch deep on top of one inch of gravel. Right. And secured it with more gravel in between. So the uh, the the uh, tube went all along the concrete and at the top of it, at the T, at the very top of it, the V, mm-hmm. it didn't crimp because it's rounded and it's accordion-like. Sure, sure. And that then... You got a little slit for the water to get in? I punched it full of holes, mm-hmm. and then I filled the space with uh, about a half a ton of P-stone. So those, the P-stone, which I tamped down... You can no longer see the, the tubes? Not at all. The tubes, in fact, had exactly two inches of P-stone on it. And now when the water runs off their driveway... It runs down the concrete, lands on the tube, which takes some of it. And at the very end, since it slopes down toward my garage, I stopped cutting holes in it. And instead, I took both tubes and I put them into a little culvert that I dug now right in front of my garage. And I took a sledgehammer and I banged out two feet of concrete, about 12 inches wide, two feet with a big sledgehammer and a crowbar and a hammer. 12 inches is one foot, if my math is correct. Uh, it was eight, more like eight inches wide. I only needed three because I used that broken concrete to lay the hose, which wasn't perforated, mm-hmm. so that the stuff that went in the hose went somewhere. And then I dug a little uh, a pit, a hole, that was about from where I stood at ground level on concrete, because I broke out and then I had a concrete slab, was probably three feet down. And I hit sand, mm-hmm. went through the hearts and hit sand. Well, where that hole is, is connected to where I already had built a drain. So its drain has its own drain hole, plus if it's excess, it goes in. Then I covered it all with P-stone. And I started that, my son started digging that at 11 o'clock. He finished at 1. And everything I just described to you, cutting the, tamping it, cutting the cloth, mm-hmm. getting the stone, which I had to go back twice to the aggregate uh, place to get it loaded. I had to shovel it in myself because I didn't get enough the first time, which always fucking happens. Yeah. Always you never happens. have enough P-stone. You never, you, and you know, here's the thing, too. That's important, and that's you know pretty sharp of you. But here's the thing you need to know: you can't get enough pieces. You can't have too much. There are hundred uses for the lowly piece stone. As we've been over, uh, so can you? You can like walk on it, right? Absolutely. Does that not make it a path? No, just, it's actually not a just, path. It's off the path. Both. It's off the path. In fact, it's it. You can walk on it, which was the, your question. It wasn't. Are you supposed to walk on it, or is it a walkway? None of those are true. It is, in fact, a place where right at the back end of it, in fact, is where I store my trash cans. So I found, of course, in a Lowe's dumpster, a five foot, looked like a piece of fence. It's nice of you five to foot high with seed the dumpsters. To, yeah. to it's nice of you to come out of the dumpsters every week to uh, record every this week podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. And this was perfect. Cedar slats. So I put it on metal stakes, and it, it, from the view from what, coming in the driveway, it blocks my trash cans completely. <laughs> Behind that is the door. Where I built the comp, you know, remember the corridor where I stored my ladders? That was episode one thirty, right? And then there's a, a nice door I built. I showed you the hinge, the door. Remember? Lovely hinge. Put a, a, a sun above it, a, a tin painted sun. Yep. And I so, in front of that slath work, that little fence hiding the trash cans, are three plants I'm growing, 
and a set of vines that are curling up the, uh, the, the fence piece. This V now, a beautiful pea stone, rinsed and cleaned in between two driveways mm-hmm. with comfortable space between where your car is parked and this area. Right. There's really no reason to step on it. But if you did, it'd be fine because it would give a little because it is loose as you would need it to be to be able to what? Get Drain. Water. Goes all the way through. A lot of it doesn't end up in the tube. No, most of it probably doesn't. A lot of it. No, I wouldn't say. Well, I would. It all depends on if a gully washer. Most of it won't. Most of did, it won't. But a, did you a, resist a, the urge to get out the hose and like see if see if where, where the water goes? Or you're just going to wait for the next rain. And when it rains, oh, no, are you gonna, I'll, I'll hose it. I'll hose it tomorrow. But it's not. A are you going to run out there and and I'm not see if it works? about it? You're not curious. It's, it's perfectly engineered. It's not. There's no. There's nowhere. There's nowhere for it to go. Whether it's in the hose or not in the hose, it's all funneled and carries down into a, 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 a pit. A Perfection pit. eliminates curiosity. What's that? Perfection eliminates curiosity. There you go, man. Words Does it live. work? I know it works. Words to live by. I made it. Do you, bro? This, yeah, man. You've been both. Oh, oh no. Right. <laughs> You're drinking it neat, aren't you? There's a hole in my right glass. There was a. There was a couple of cubes in there but yeah yep 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 <clears throat> so uh beautiful 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 weather the other thing my son did the peace stone that comes in handy here was he edged my front walkway which has grass on the on the curbside uh, patch of grass that, that i'm required to have and he, he dug a trench at the sidewalk so the rain from the sidewalk goes into the trench and the grass doesn't get to the sidewalk and when i mow the wheel of the lawnmower goes in this trench it yep. keeps 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 the grass down and he did a perfect job and it was so gratifying i i i just like it when a job is done well don't you i, I love it i love it as my dad used to say i love it when a plan comes together yeah man well here's to my dad here's to my dad. coho down well where's the bottle I got right. what the hell toasting my father in an empty glass that's that's just what kind of are you hey did you hear did you hear what uh what tucker carlson did do you know about this i don't sure tell me maybe he went to hungary and interviewed the uh the president of hungary who is an autocrat and 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 uh represents according to tucker carlson and others who are analyzing this the new type of government that tucker carlson wants right that, that follows trump's lead yep and uh that his plan is to run for president tucker's plan is to run for president of yeah. the u.s yeah so the united states of america <laughs> good for him and and his platform will, will likely be where democracy has had its day. We're moving into this type of democracy, which actually isn't democracy. It's an autocracy. Right. Exactly. Uh, and uh, it's it's just another wild day, you know, and Trump. Yeah. I don't know if you probably haven't heard the hearings and any of that. bullshit. No, it's been it's been on TV here in this house uh, all day. Yeah, I missed a lot of it because I was gone on vacation. But it's uh, it's it's stunning. It's stunning and it's and it's depravity. We'll see if anything comes out of it. But yeah, well, at I, least at least will, the information he'll is indicted. He'll be indicted. Yeah, he'll be indicted. You know, I, it's it's he's guilty. Liz Cheney will make sure it happens. They're, yeah. They haven't had a Democrat testify yet in all the hearings. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've heard that, that Liz is doing just a fantastic job. Like it's it's the best I've ever seen from anyone in history. Yeah. So it, it's Sam Irvin from North Carolina was the senator who was that person in Watergate, and and I, I, I don't I don't think it's a competition at all with Liz in different times, different people. But he too was, in fact, and everyone knew it, making history and right. doing it in a way which was unparalleled. And she's doing the same damn thing. 
She and and I'll tell you what. I, I wonder what her aspirations are. She'll be the president of the United States. She could be the first human uh, woman president. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> she so, could uh, be. There are a million people went from Democrat to Republican last quarter. A million. Well, yeah, that's not too surprising. Um, to get us off politics briefly, uh, my so my wife went back went back home this past weekend, and when we left, we left our house totally empty. We oh, because you had all the, the work done. The final the final uh, night before our flight, we um, we all slept cramped over in the one bedroom apartment uh, and left. Because your place had to be ready for the morning. The house totally totally empty. And, Boy, you uh, sure time that close. It was it was closely timed, and uh, when we get back, it's not going to be done. So we're going to have to spend a whole week uh, crammed Cram. into the little place. Um, uh. But uh, but work has been started. Uh, she's been showing me some some photos and stuff, and uh, they're like the electrician has moved, has uh, put the little boxes in the walls where we want all of the light switches to be, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Can't uh, have too many work. of those. You can never have too many plugs or light switches. Uh, so, well, you can have too many light switches, but you can't have too many plugs. Right. In my, well, you could, I suppose. 50 light switches. Let's yeah. see which one of these is. <laughs> I can't remember which one of them do. <laughs> no, we, we, have two, we have two We have two. in, in our main uh, living room, and I've been living there for 17, 18 years, and I still get it wrong. I, yeah. I don't turn on the right yeah. one. Uh, so it's fascinating. Uh, this evening we're able to vo literally volley back and forth in similar stories because, as it turns out, this week that I got back from vacation, my guy is here, tore out the ceiling of the bathroom, tore out the back wall of the bathroom, took out the side small wall of the bathroom, and is rewiring it and putting in a industrial size exhaust fan to take the smell of our visitor shit out. <laughs> where where the people who built, who added, this used to be a closet. In, in this town, and this is a piece of geographic history that's unique, I think, for whatever reason, nobody had their bathrooms on the first floor. Everybody's bathrooms in two bedroom houses around their second floor. And this place was no different, but they took the biggest, almost a walk-in size closet right near the front door of the house, or the back, I'm sorry, the main back door of the house, and turned it into a bathroom. Huh. And when they put the fan in... A water closet. The, lady, the lazy asses exhausted the fan into the floorboards of what is the floor of our linen closet. Uh, and so the, 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 all your the towels smell like that you're running is going into our fucking linen closet. So we went out the wall, and, and which was a back wall, and went on to the, to the ceiling of the porch, and he vented it out there. And then he added, he added <laughs> this poor son of a bitch. He, he comes to my house, he's doing work. He says, well, I'm able to be here because I subbed out a roofing job. You know, I got a bit in a roofing job. Instead, I subbed it out to this guy's got a whole crew. And uh, he said, I'm so glad I did that. It's just backbreaking work. So I'm here instead and today, and I'm, I'm at this conference. He calls me, says, listen, I got, I got news. It's, it's bad news for you, but it's worse news for me, is that for you, I can't be here tomorrow, and I can't start. I don't think I can get there. I can't start plastering the walls back together because the guy I subbed it to, when he ran out of shingles, he couldn't find the exact match, and instead, when he did the back of the house, it was a shade lighter than the front of the house, <laughs> even though there's no place you can stand and see both sides of the roof Yep. unless you're in an airplane or a drone. Right. The people objected and wow. said, we want our roof to be the same color, and half of it was finished. My guy had to go back, tear the old roof off, eat the cost of the shingles, carry the bundle of shingles that were there to finish the roof down a ladder like six times, a bundle on his shoulder, and bring up the new roof and set the shingles down, which is twice as many shingles. 
you know, and I said, don't come back to my house. I'm sure you're beat. When I was, when I was uh, doing second story work, I had a machine that I've told you about that I hauled, rented and hauled it in the back of my truck. And it was an electric uh, elevator, right. a lift. A little dumbwaiter to pull up the yes. weight. Right. And I told you the story where I got on it to see how, you know, I was heavy, you know, 200 pounds. And if I, you know, hanging on to it, I'd just be able to get up all the way to the second story. So to avoid the need for a ladder, mm-hmm. you know, in some respect. Of course, you have to have a ladder when the thing was loaded. So I got all the way up to the top and was about a foot from my third story, way high. And yeah. fucking electricity went. <laughs> she was stuck. I was stuck on the roof. <laughs> I had to get on the cell phone and, and get somebody to come and, and reset the, because I blew a fuse. I'm sure that. How lucky that you had a communication device on you. Oh, my oh my God. Stuck. That would have, uh, that would have sucked. But Joel, and I'm kind of surprised he doesn't have one of these, frankly. It's. I would never do a roofing job that, but of course he didn't think he was going to do the roofing job. Right. So, so he was, I mean, why, why you shingles? Why not just put pea stone? Well, I know put some tar up there and put the pea stone on top of it and tamp it right. down into the tar. Very right? done. And tar. There you are. Pea stone and tar. The lowly pea stone tool of the day. Well, you know, one might say, well, maybe the tamper was a tool of the day. Well, no, I didn't use it so much. Well, what about the shovel? That sure came in. Well, yeah, the shovel. But but what was the, the you know why? The pea stone is actually fun to work with. Compared <laughs> to larger stone, that's very difficult to shovel and much heavier. Pea stone is akin to large large pebbles of sand. I mean, it's the next step up. You can get crushed pea stone, and that's even smaller pieces. But then there's what you call pea stone dust. Peastone dust got the best of me. I'm so bad off, can't you see? Like a vapor around my nose. Oh, that pea dust surely grows. I can't breathe it, can't you see? I need a mask, oh dear me. I'm gonna faint now, it's a shame. Playing P dust is a game. Mm-hmm. You'd expect that. I've been working on that for days. I wrote it, rewrote it. It definitely shows. <laughs> You're pretty witty tonight for somebody who's drank a couple of glasses of shit and a schmittics. Well, it's it's not eleven thirty at night like it normally is. Well, that's true. That's true. I'm I'm uh I'm going to uh, make myself an omelet, cheese Ooh. omelet. I think you're gonna or have to break some eggs. I, like. I t- break some eggs. You don't get anywhere. You don't get anywhere in that unless you break some eggs. There's some shit to say about that. That's a you've heard it. You know you've heard the saying. I tried once. Somebody says, well, you know, these car payments are, are terrible, but I love my car. I say, well, you know, you can't make an omelet unless you break a couple of eggs, right? Uh-huh. Right? uh-huh. Can you think of one? Can you think of one where that saying would work? If you can't, you drink. If you can, I drink. Go. New drinking game. Go. You don't even remember. What? You don't remember what we're doing. You're completely lost. Uh, you can't make a drain without breaking some pea stone. Wait, no. Uh, hmm. 
I mean, you gotta like renovating your house, man. You can't make your uh, you can't make your your pooper fan go out of your linen closet if you don't break some walls. <laughs> Whoa, that's a stretch. You lose. Drink. <laughs> so, outside of America, I've never seen ventilated bathrooms with electric fans. Is that so? Yeah, it's a thing here. Well, that's not true because we, we actually renovated ours and we do actually have a fan. So I'm wrong. Well, this is a this is a strong fan. We also put in a couple of electric plugs, and, and uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I think I'm your biggest fan. But which in, in you're so little, it doesn't say much. But I'm glad. Oh, you poured yourself another drink. Boy, do I blow though. Wait, no. Oh, well, that would make us more than friends, probably. I appreciate the offer, but no thank you. Uh, so I'm I'm uh, contemplating uh, my next big um, landscaping move. You know the the. the as you know, I described this, and I think you know what I mean, but in between, there's my front yard. I have a walkway that goes down to a sidewalk, which tees from my walkway, obviously. And then immediately between the sidewalk and the street is about a six-foot width, all the front of my property of grass, right against the road. And, and, and you know the story from episode uh, 86, that I elevated my front yard with rocks and stones so that it has a rock wall. And you know from another episode later that I soaked it with a, with a, with a type of a, a material that makes it shinier. So in the sun, they, they, the rocks are gorgeous. But here's the plan. That large, uh, it's 40 feet long. There's a telephone pole on one side, six foot wide. I'm going to kill all the grass. Remember my tent garage fell apart and I replaced the, the top. Well, I saved that canvas, and it's 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 two two pieces are big enough to cover all this. I'm going to kill all the grass. Then I'm going to have my guy, my landscape guy, deliver and place a ring around on the inside of this long strip, a ring of stone, and that ring, the outside of each rock, is going to either be abutting my sidewalk or the curb, so there'll be no grass of any kind. Then I'm going to fill that. That's about 12 to 14 inches deep of rocks. Those are big. They are the 14, 16 inch rocks, right? Yeah. Big ring of them. Then I'm going to fill that space with um, soil and create a giant bed, a garden bed. And in there, I'm going to transplant the trees that I've been growing for two years, which are now big enough to transplant. And then I'm going to grow these giant fucking sunflowers in there that are over seven foot tall. Yeah, baby. And they're just they're just enormous. I, I've know. seen a big sunflower. Because, you know, when you got a road in front of your house, anything you put out there is a, a noise barrier and also a dust barrier. You noise know. barrier. I like it. Oh, the pea dust coming round from the road, not the ground. <laughs> I'm so lonesome, I could cry. But I got pea dust in my eye. I'm hoping you're going there. <laughs> Where else could I go? <laughs> Where else could I go? Um, so, what's the what's the word on the uh, on the uh, the annual uh, uh, outing, annual golf on? We can do it in a warmer month, but it's you're the you're you're the key uh, you're the key guy because I'm the linchpin. Yeah, I don't know. I will. Uh, I hope I will it's bring like it up. May. I'll bring it up in in our next committee hearing. Uh, if it's in May, and if the idea was. Amongst all the people who live there, everybody's got a bed or two beds. Stephen A.J. got an extra room. So everybody who comes has a place to sleep. But the center activity is your, your mom and dad's house. 
which has a great fucking kitchen, a great kitchen, True. a great dining room area, and a great deck yep. for a group meals. And guess who will come to be our chef? Yes. Hmm. Award-winning rising star JoJo. Nice. Yes, it's in the works. So speaking of award-winning, uh, I'm going to be golfing the next day we record. Uh, I will have golfed that morning with uh, the chocolate chocolatier himself, uh, Mr. Kyle, uh, the, the guy who won the for the chocolate sauce last year. Oh, oh God! He's yeah. coming over. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, did he win? Did he win? You know, I took that sauce to Danny's place on the beach. Yes, yes. I had it. Uh, so uh, another quick anecdote. Uh, you remember um, Steve Harbison? Oh, of course, uh, Danny's friend. He came over to, to talk to us uh, this week and told well, us about Andersonville. No, he he, he came here, uh, but uh, he's retired. And uh, oh, I didn't know he was a golfer. Uh, he was yeah. the guy who ran the golf course and the yes. dinner. And he just won a lottery. He's going to go and watch the 150th Open at the Old Course. Oh, that's what he won. He he won the entry into this. He has to pay all of his his flights and stuff. But um, wow, yeah, he, Tiger's he just applied back for that. Tiger's back for that. Yep, Mickelson not going. Yeah, that whole other uh, Saudi thing is a an interesting mm, thought experiment. To it's, see. You know, it's you know Brian DeChambeau said it best. Look, it's a business decision for me and my family. I play right. less golf. I make more money. It's my future. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's all anybody has to say. But Phil was just so what he said. And, uh, I didn't see it, any of that, but oh no, you don't know that. Oh lord. Well, it's a sordid story. You probably don't want to go into. But yeah, the shit he said was. Yeah, those those motherfuckers are scary," he said. "Those motherfuckers are scary for what they did to Khashoggi." Huh. But you know, somebody's got to somebody's got to, you know, teach the PGA. Uh, you know, they've got too much leverage, and and he's been in a riff with them for years of using his image for them to make money. When right. you lose forty million dollars gambling, I suppose it, it gets to be pretty important what you're doing. Million here, million there. It'll be interesting to see what the uh, professional golf landscape looks like in like five or ten years. Because I think that it, they'll, there'll be a second league. It'll be like the World Football League. It's active. It's out there. Nobody watches it. Right. There's no way they're going to make any money off of it. Yeah. When you sign up, you sign up Mickelson for 300 and fucking Dustin, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dustin, uh, Dustin Leonard? No. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. anyway, anyway, for 200 million and the next guy for 150 million, it actually is about a billion dollars. Sure. But they, they they have more money than another. No, and, and so somebody. Well, it, it's not like they're ever going to get their investment, but that's not why they're no, doing it. No, they're doing it just to be successful and and you know basically to say fuck you, U.S. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You ain't the only one that you ain't got a monopoly on fucking golf in this world anymore. We'll pay more money. Their first event, the purse was twenty five million. It was yeah. the biggest purse in the history of golf. Their first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The winner, who was it? Uh, Shefalari. No, not Shefalari. Uh, Matryoshevsky? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, it's, okay. Uh, well, you're, you're, you're hushing my mellow here. I don't want to talk about that. Hushing the... your Miller? Wow. Mellow. That... Oh, you're... <laughs> you're hushing your mellow. I thought you said you're Miller. Miller time already. Oh, Lord. Well, anyway, I don't mean to stress you out about all this. I know it's, it's, you're, you're on a, so tell me uh, a vacation in a vacation. Say that in Spanish. I've been wondering about this. Vacaciones dentro de vacaciones. Ah, Obviously. That's, hey, may I suggest that that is the subtitle of the episode? It very well may be. Unless it's something involving P Stone or something. I don't, well, 
but you know, work it in, work it in, <laughs> work it in. You're, you're, you're very talented, very talented. And I must say, I, you made me laugh out loud. You're opening, uh, your opening joke, uh, uh, well, no, we don't want to give away any trade secrets remember any, any, anyway. anything of that kind. But this has yeah. been engaging. It's been fun. What number? <laughs> what number are we on here? One fifty-six. One fifty-six. Mm-hmm. One fifty-six. It's a lot. Uh, so, uh, I, your, Westworld is one of the few series I have left because the man who fell to Earth ended. Hey, and, I started watching a thing uh, called The Old Man. Oh, with uh, Nick, uh, not Nick Nolte, but uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges and, um, oh, damn it. <laughs> the woman? Uh, Lithgow. Oh, John Lithgow, yes. Yes. Got, I, uh, it's, um, I'm, I'm three episodes in, and it's getting really good. Yeah, uh, he's quite the actor. Uh, both of them are. Like, you, you don't think of Jeff Bridges and think, oh, action movie star. And, you know, I'm sure there's some a lot of stunt doubling going on, but uh, it's, it, it's good. Recommended. Well, I'm, I uh, I put it on my list. Well, it's been All fun, right. but I gotta go. I gotta get some food in my stomach. So, just and remember why. I gotta just remember, Dennis. Keep your foot out the chicken bucket. Don't you be stepping on that chicken. Well, I put my foot in the chicken bucket. Father turned to me and said, "Oh, fuck it." Hand me a leg, I don't care if you shoot prints on it. Well, I put my foot in a chicken bucket. My mother looked at me and said, oh, fuck it. Give me the wing with that thing that you stepped on to me. And the little girl said, oh, you put your foot in the bucket. Give me a piece, Dad. I said, fuck it. I want a breast and don't get smart with me. And the little boy looked at his daddy and said, I ain't going to eat that shit that's dead. I'm a vegetarian and I don't care what you eat. Not bad, huh? Working on that for weeks. For weeks. Well done. I can tell. You, you can tell. <laughs> All right, man. Like, that's an that's a upbeat. There's a little upbeat. Yeah. I'll see you next week. All right, man. Love you. Take care. Okay, that's it for episode number 156. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 156, where I have included actual photos of Dennis's P-Stone project. So check those out. You can support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour. If you give it the gin martinis level, you can watch a video of us making shenanigans. See you next week.